Good day. I'm Peter Brook, a portfolio manager at Macro Solutions, part of the All Mutual Investment Group. This is Macro Perspective 39 of 2020, and I want to build on last week's perspective about Apple versus the FTSE 100. I found a broker report from Morgan Stanley which looked at the changes in the European equity market over the last 20 years. Europe has been a big loser relative to the US, and within Europe, the UK has been the biggest loser. From a high of 40% in 2002, the UK has shrunk to only 22% of the European equity market today. My wife listens to the BBC radio a lot, so I find the UK and their obsession with Brexit very irritating. However, while Brexit was extremely unhelpful, the main change detracting from the UK has been the sector mix of their market. Lots of old economy banks and energy, while on the other side, they have almost no semiconductors, tech hardware and software. In South Africa, we've also had a lot of old economy, but at least we've had NASPERS. Over the last 20 years, in US dollar terms, our market has outperformed the UK by 60%. In fact, the tech effect is so huge that I doubt whether most people can guess the biggest listed retailer in Europe. Anyone? It is our very own process. It accounts for 26% of the retail index compared to Inditex at 19% and is more than three times larger than H&M. Internet retail now accounts for 60% of the retail sector in the UK. This obviously reflects the major disruption that has taken place, but also includes a radically different valuation framework. Out of the five European internet retailers, process actually looks very cheap on a Ford PE price-earnings ratio of 32 times. The others are on PEs of more than 100 times or just loss-making. One of the unlikely winners uh, over time has been Denmark. It has grown from 1% to 4% of the European market, making it the same size as Italy and Spain respectively. Despite being tiny, it has been helped by its dominance in pharma, while the others, Italy and Spain, have been hurt by their ownership by their large bank holdings. Denmark is one of only six countries in the world that has beaten the MSCI All Country World Index in the last three years. But this return has been driven by increased valuations. Denmark is now on a price-to-book ratio of 4.8 times, the highest price-to-book in the world. What worries me about these trends is the impact of passive funds and indices on these extreme effects. One of the reasons that the weights changes so dramatically is that the index providers change constituents. For instance, when lo looking at the MSCI Greece, there are no banks. But in the actual market, financials is the biggest single sector at 20%. So these shares no longer exist to the passive investor and are then sold to a handful of local investors. As passive grows at the expense of active and as growth style grows at the expense of value, the trickle of money available to buy the unloved small caps is shrinking, while the gusher of money to buy the big popular expensive shares is growing. Luckily, our philosophy is pragmatic, where we use both theme and price to make a decision. However, pure value managers have been brutally hurt. At the moment, my inclination is to start drifting more towards the value managers, especially when thinking about absolute returns going forward. Enjoy your Heritage Day holiday, and I hope you take a long weekend. Until next week.